0: Hey guys, guess who's back? Ramble <laughs> And today we have kind of an interesting topic to talk about. We're going to talk about foreign culture. And like our culture we're going to discuss, it's going to be the culture of Japan. Woo! Which I know nothing about really. Which is great though, because this is going to be, this is going to be a, um, a great learning experience. So we're just going to dive right in. Oh, I should also mention that... Grandma Buzz, this is like one of our last podcasts of the season. Year, so sad. Semester. Whatever. Yeah.
1: Whoa. So I sad. know you guys will miss us, but they'll so, so be much. okay.
0: We'll be back, hopefully, if someone decides to <clears throat> come, come back. <laughs> we'll see. Anyway, back to the topic. <laughs> so, when you think of Japan or Japanese culture, what is the first thing that comes to mind? Like samurai, ninja, the beautiful cherry blossom trees, Pretty or sakura, much. as they're called. Right? It's like the basic thing. Didn't know what they're called, but yep. <laughs> they're called sakura. Well, I'd love to sit and talk about the great samurai Goto Motosugu, who lived during the late Sengoku period. You know, he was the first uh, samurai to enter Jinju Castle during the second siege of Jinju during the Hiroyoshi uh, invasion of Korea. You know, we can talk about that all day, but we'll say that for another time. Today I wanna dive into Japanese culture and connect it to intercultural communication concepts. Specifically the concept of face and what it means to be a part of a collectivist culture. Are you excited? Oh yeah. Ooh, great. High energy today. <laughs> but I'm, um, I'm excited
1: to learn some stuff, man. Good, good. Let's okay, go.
0: so first we wanna start off with our personal culture, which is obviously American culture. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) So our culture is vastly different from that of Japan. Um, American culture in general is very um, individualistic. You know, from a young age, we are taught the American dream, you know, this idea that you can have anything you want if you just work hard enough. And that idea, that concept of you shows how different the individualistic culture of America is compared to the collectivistic culture of Japan. Um, In American culture, we value freedom of speech and expression above Everything else. I'd argue that it is second only to our need to be the brightest star in the sky, if you will. And by that, I mean, in our roughly 325 million people in this country, every one okay, of us to be... Okay, first of all, to that's be... just
1: too many people. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Overpopulation could be our next podcast.
1: Definitely overpopulated, but you know, yeah, listen, people won't have babies, right so... Right, that's America. Okay, continue.
0: But yeah, every one of us <laughs> wants to, you know, to stand out the most, you know, and... This is shown in our art, in the way we interact with one another, and even in the things we buy. You know, in American culture, the most assert- the more, I guess I should say, the more acerbic and aggressive and assertive you are, the better. You know, that's the, you're kind of seeing you're valued more in those I guess. aspects. What do you think? Anything else about our culture you want to highlight?
1: I don't know. We like to eat. to <laughs> <laughs> <We do bite. laughs> be lazy. But...
0: Not pushing any personal agendas or anything. <laughs> Good but to yeah. know. Yep, that's...
1: <laughs> I don't know. Americans, they like things handed to them.
0: That's very. That's also very true.
1: They, true. Like, they like to, like to take the easy way, so... Mm-hmm. True. It's most people, but... Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. That's but... what I get from America.
0: <laughs> Heard it here first, guys. <laughs> but, um... So then I want to dive into, like, the polar opposite. Like, Japan's culture is kind of the antonym of uh, American culture. You know, Japan or Nihon. As it's called, is an island nation off the coast of mainland Asia in the Pacific Ocean. Uh, it is comprised of roughly six thousand nine hundred islands, though nearly ninety-eight percent of the population is located uh, on the main islands of Hokkaido, Shikoku, and Kyushu. You know, and I know you're thinking right now, what does a geographic location have to do <laughs> with the culture? Well, it actually plays a major role from the food that they eat. Uh, to the major festivals that they celebrate throughout the year, and a variety of other things. Um, early Japanese culture was um, very isolationist. Uh, they took in influence from China, being shut off from the rest of the world during the Edo era, um, relying on fishing and agriculture uh, only from within, you know, the islands. After the Edo era, uh, Japan opened its borders, but still kept honor and pride in people who had Japanese blood. So if you weren't born in Japan, you were referred to as gaijin or outsider. And even today, this continues. But the negative connotation of gaijin, it has gone down. And you know, everyone's welcome in Japan now. But you know, still, the word gaijin is if you don't have uh, Japanese blood. Um, the Japanese culture is also intertwined with its cuisine, you know, sushi in the art of sushi making is one of Japan's greatest cultural um, identifiers and has spread throughout the globe. Again, using the resources only available to them um, on the island, the Japanese were able to create um, aesthetically pleasing and delicious uh, food, you know, out of fish, who would've thought, and rice. Um, But it also reflects their passion for artistry and skill. You know, so next time you eat sushi at like wasabi up the street or something, just know, and it came from a very historical place.
1: Because I didn't know that already. <laughs> Who have known, sushi's from Japan.
0: Wow, great. So that's one thing we all know about <laughs> Japan is the sushi. Great. Yeah,
1: I was just letting you go on, but you know.
0: Well, I was trying to be more, going more in-depth. You know, that's what I was trying to do. But anyway. You know,
1: we're just trying to educate you. Right. On Japan.
0: But I digress. I'm being educated right now. <laughs> didn't know this. Except for the sushi. Obviously
1: you knew that one. <laughs>
0: I I digress. Um, another large component of Japanese culture um, is religion and its connection to the land. Um, the two main religions in Japan is Shinto and Buddhism, uh, and they teach peace and harmony with one another, but also um, the environment. Um, but the Japanese also take uh, great pride in NOAA, or the performing arts. Uh, these arts tell stories of Japanese uh, rich history. Um, there's also, um, which is... Uh, my favorite—it's a uh, ikebana, which is the art of flower arrangements. So literally, you can get you know different colors of flowers, different sizes, and you know arrange them to make them aesthetically pleasing. So well, there's also um, origami and sumo wrestling and a lot more. But those are kind of the more commercial things, I guess everyone. It's like
1: those. the botanical gardens, the Japanese festival. There we go. Yeah. Look
0: at that! Come on, Melissa, with the facts. Love yep. it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but all these elements uh, of art have been an extension of Japanese culture. And being a collectivist nation, um, having great honor and pride in the nation and in each other, while also being environmentally aware, are all highlights of the culture. Um, being rooted in tradition, but also valuing the importance of adopting new cultures, has allowed them to evolve over the years. Um, Japan, uh, Japan's rapid transition from an isolationist uh, nation to a to a more globalism approach represents the balance of you know in the fusion of old culture with more, you know, newer Western practices as, you know, they take a lot of influence from America now in those senses of, like, art and culture. Um, but, yeah, Japan, Japan is, a, is a culture that's so fascinating and it's really um, unlike any other, at least that I've studied so far. Fascinating. So fascinating. It's oh, yeah. It's great. And I'm really doing a terrible job of <laughs> explaining how fascinating the culture is. But it's okay. <laughs>
1: just... Well, it's hard to do over a podcast. So it is. I just, it's okay, buddy. I'm
0: just so passionate about Japan. I'm just not doing it justice. I don't think.
1: Japan is great.
0: It's great.
1: It's a great. It's a great country, great. except for their leaking nuclear power plant but you know uh,
0: yeah we all have our flaws you know <laughs> <We>
1: all- <laughs> they just have a big one but a really big one but you know we're I'm just gonna let you it keep going on because to... you know they care so much about the environment but yet
0: <laughs> oh, here we go but that's going that was- on listen they are doing all they can i, I just bit my tongue
1: <laughs> they're doing all they can
0: to fix it but no like the, the spill is actually it has caused a lot of damage with a lot? A lot of damage. Like in terms of ocean, because. I think a lot's
1: an understatement.
0: In the ocean, you know, the currents sweep it away and it affects biodiversity in the ocean, something like that. It but
1: Everything. Yes, it
0: does. But everything. we are not here to
1: talk about the negatives.
0: We're here to explain.
1: I'm <laughs> just saying they care so much in peace and the yeah, environment, yeah, blah, 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 and yet you know, they're literally destroyed. It's
0: happened, even though this accident was. A tremendous setback for the environment, but it's okay. Hey, we're gonna, we're gonna fix we it. We got to
1: hear both sides of the story. That's
0: very true, and I'm glad you brought that up. And yes.
1: Okay. Yeah. You can go on. Thank you <laughs> so
0: much. I Greatly appreciate it. <laughs> but um, I think uh, the most interesting aspect of Japanese culture, um, besides um, the fact that they had a nuclear meltdown, is is <laughs> the communication. Um, not just to language, but how people how people interact. Uh, when I first started learning Japanese, my mentor explained to me what is called um, the art of speaking, um, and it's how important and how important speaking is in Japanese culture. You know, I'm sure you all are just as confused as I was when I heard that. What is the art of speaking? But basically, your honor or how people perceive you is everything, um, and that leads us into our meat and potatoes of our discussion if you would or the theories of face and what uh, collectivist culture is um so face i'll give you the debt the accurate definition uh it is the emotional significance uh we attach to our own self-worth or the self-worth of of others and then we're going to break it down into face work face saving and face threat now uh face work uh is the way we communicate to maintain or restore face after a threat face saving um is used to avoid avoid having another person lose respect for oneself and face threat is anytime we perceive our self-worth or the self-worth of others as potentially harmed and then we'll kind of give examples of uh, like face movement and how it is on on the scale excited about that oh yeah so excited
1: Still a little confused, but keep going.
0: (laughs) Okay, and then for the collectivist culture, um, what it means to be in a collectivist culture is that they emphasize uh, the needs and goals of the group as a whole over the needs and desires of each individual. And in collectivist cultures, relationships with uh, other members of the group and the interconnectedness between people play a central role uh, in each person's identity. So... Now we're gonna talk about face. Face in Japan is so important, so important that it's actually a name for it. It's called mensu, and it is extremely important, important in Japanese culture. Um, the idea of honor and respect is so heavily regarded, uh, so much so that speaking in a way, like I said, is an art form. You know, the art of speaking we talked about <laughs> a little bit ago, but um, in Japanese culture. Uh, the desire to avoid causing loss of face for others or oneself or even the organization or the business you work for is somewhat what drives um, many interactions and also influences behavior that's how important it is Um, the very concept of face actually comes from Japanese and Chinese culture Uh, this concept wasn't introduced in uh, to the Western world until they first came in contact with the Japanese and Chinese so (laughs) a little history there the, the concept of face is so heavily embedded in Japanese culture that um, they don't even notice it most of the time. But when a face threat happens, uh, the initial reaction is to save face. Um, when these face threats happen, uh, face movement also comes into play. Usually uh, the offender will aim for a what is called a face upgrade in order to save, face, uh, save the face of the one that they offended. Or other times it is they use uh, face protection. Uh, will happen in order to prevent dishonor or to prevent both parties from embarrassment or the loss of face. Um, and this, this concept is called mensuo ushuno. Um, another concept, uh, one that is not talked about a lot in Western communication, is giving face, or koa o tareru. This is when someone gives high praise or special treatment to another. Say, like, you're coming to visit or, like, you're a person of high status, um, you would get you would they would give face to you um but also uh japanese uh, companies are reluctant to admit mistakes or openly discuss problems in public because this is a that would be an example of someone losing face so they would wait until the meeting is over and maybe like send an email or just pull somebody aside in private that way no one loses face
1: so nice of them
0: right the best but um being in a collective culture plays a part in faith, also, uh, and many other aspects of Japanese culture. Um, the idea that one should sacrifice uh, oneself for the greater good uh, filters into the aspects of culture, you know, of the Japanese culture. Just as other collective culture, uh, just as other collective cultures believe that self-awareness and selflessness and community, uh, and the needs to uh, achieve the goals of the of the whole versus an individual. Uh, is what's best for society. Um, and in Japan being generous, helpful, dependable, and attentive to the needs of others are what makes you a quote unquote good person in a collectivist, uh, Japan. So uh, examples of that is just having a strong and stable lasting relationships with your family and friends and loved ones and maintaining harmony within, you know, all your interpersonal relationships is very important. Uh, so like, uh, the strong duties of family and friends, putting the needs before yourself, making sacrifices for the greater good—all those things are very important. Um, and I know you guys are probably drowning in all the information right now, but I promise I won't throw any more um, crazy concepts at you. Thank you. <laughs> I kind of like gave <laughs> a lot of information all at once, and I kind of rambled on a little bit, but oh, rambled. We That's are it. the ramble buds. That's our cold word. You did from, ramble. But yes, well, I, I to let you
1: go. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I rambled a lot. And yeah. I hope I didn't really like smush it all together because I tried to dis- distinguish between. <laughs> How'd I do? Do you think I kind of like.
1: You know, it was really funny how many takes we took of this and how <laughs> mad he was getting
0: about this <laughs> word stumbling. Because I really wanted to get my point across clearly and, you know, really do cultural justice. It's okay, it was, we cut those out. Yeah, it's just really, really frustrating going okay. on here. I am doing my best, guys. <laughs> I'm doing the best I can. <laughs> because I have so much information in my head, I just don't know <laughs> how to project it <laughs> to you guys. Okay. <laughs> but I'm doing the best I can. So anyway, um yeah, I just I just thought I would be I thought it would be just be a creative way to talk to you about one of my greatest passions, you know? But also explore Um, how intercultural communication concepts relate to how uh, cultures interact. You know, uh, Japan and Japanese culture uh, to me is interesting. It's so intricate and beautiful you know i'm actually studying japan next fall so i'm super excited to like actually immerse myself in the culture and to see if it'd all it'd be the...
1: really funny if you got there and you actually hate it that's what i'm saying yeah. i was
0: like i'm all these years of training you know to immerse <laughs> myself in the culture and i like if it's not even worth learns it, the language i know i learned all this work and i'm just really afraid but I'm, I'm more excited than afraid so but i mean it's different on book than it is in person so we'll yeah. we'll see um but anyway we're rambling again <laughs> but i hope you guys found something tangible in all this um if nothing else, just know that uh, the world isn't as vast as you think, uh, and the way we interact and communicate with people from different cultures could be the bridge for global understanding and cooperation, or the river that separates us. I know, I know. That was a great line po- to end it on. <laughs> poetic, poetic. Um, plus, I'd hate for you uh, to be in a situation where you lose face. Ha <laughs> see what I did there? I used to term from earlier ha, to tie ha, in ha, the ha, focus ha, of the ha, podcast ha. and serve as a memory bias, allowing you to recall what you've learned. <laughs> and, so funny. And have internal dialogue. <laughs> Genius. Genius. But anyway, um, thank you guys for listening to the Rambo Buds. Uh, Melissa, anything to add?
1: no hopefully we'll be back soon with another podcast
0: yes hopefully very soon this time we always say that but yeah you know life happens But we've had a
1: few podcasts but they've we've had technical difficulties and they got deleted so good
0: content quality content
1: yeah Ah, we have some crazy stories to share so
0: but yeah anyway